the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the Daily Show Prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. I hope you had a good weekend. (laughs) I did. I gave a speech to uh, over 800 Christians, the Illinois Right to Life annual dinner. I really loved speaking there. I raised an interesting question that I won't speak of today. Maybe we'll do an ultimate. Oh, no, I have a, I have a different ultimate issues arrow this week. Another week, yes. God willing, absolutely. How much does your theology affect your behavior and your values? The, inst- the instinct of religious people is to say a great deal. And I think some theologies especially bad theologies, do lead to bad results. I don't mean wrong theology. I don't believe in wrong theology as a general rule. It's it's for God to judge whose theology is right. But I do believe that there are bad theologies, theologies that lead to bad behavior. And I, and I spoke to them, and I said, it's, it's fascinating, because when I posed it, and I feel so comfortable as a Jew with Christians, that I I raised the issue in passing. Well, you and I agree on virtually every single important issue of life, and we have different theologies. Obviously, they overlap. There's no question. My being Old Testament based, your being Old Testament and New Testament based, to, to, to put it in the broadest way possible. Although, as I do remind my Christian friends, Jesus never read the New Testament. He only read the Old Testament. It's an odd thing if a Christian doesn't read what Jesus read. Wherein one might not read the the Old Testament. So it's just one of the many, many fascinating questions of life that uh, I deal with. Here's a story for you. I sat next to a young woman... 29 years old to be precise, in, in uh, first class where, where I travel, otherwise I couldn't do all this flying. Certainly not at six foot four, and uh, with all the flying I do. Be that as it may, uh, I, I uh, was sitting next to her. Uh, she was in the world of finance, obviously successful, and she was about to, she's getting married in September. 
it's it's rare that I have a prolonged conversation with someone I'm seated next to. Uh, I uh, I need to work, to be honest. But I always I always say hello, and I generally follow. Are you from here or there? In other words, where the airplane is right then, or where we're going. So it turns out. I won't give more particulars about her, except to say she has a brother who uh, lives at home. He's in his mid-twenties. Why does he live at home? My living uh, barter will love this. He lives at home because he doesn't, he will only work in a job that he loves. Is that awesome? So it it is better to live in the proverbial parents' basement than to work at a job you don't love. So to be very candid with you, I think the, the guy's a loser. No, drop the word think. I'm certain the guy is a loser. Went to college, shockingly. And that's what he decided, better to do nothing uh, than to work at a job he doesn't love. The, uh, he was enabled by the parents, especially the dad in, in this case. Parents divorced. And that's what uh, we have been producing in the, mil- in the millions nothings and oh oh I made a mistake he doesn't live in his parents home that's a mistake no I'm sorry about that he lives in his own apartment which the father pays for which is essentially the same thing of course but I I did want to be precise it's even worse actually because he the the father is completely enabling the son to be a nothing you 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 can produce a nothing. I knew, and I'll bet my producer can say the same, but I, I, if, you, if I'm wrong, please tell me, obviously. I knew my father would pay for nothing. <laughs> and I remember even thinking, how come he doesn't give me any money? I mean, I forget that I got an allowance in, in high school. I'm not talking about that. But after that, nothing. If you want money, Dennis, earn it. I did. Uh, it, it's, it, it was a fascinating discussion, but I haven't come to the punchline. Even my dear colleague, friend, the man who came up with the idea of PragerU, the producer of this show, even he would not imagine the punchline. I will try, I will, what is the most outlandish thing you think her brother, mid-twenties, has now come up with? When you hear it from me, you'll go, oh my God, why didn't I think of that? Oh, that's not outlandish. That the parents are at fault? Oh, my God. (laughs) 
He wants to be a girl. <laughs> you should have seen his face. It was like a painful uh, jolt of electricity. He's, he's 25, yeah. Wants to be a girl. Yes, he, uh, it's a function. His wanting to be a girl is a function of his being bored, spectacularly bored, wanting attention. He has no social life as such. And now he thinks, eh, I think I'd like to be a, a girl. By, by the way, he said girl, not woman, which at 25, you'd think he'd say woman. God, would I like to meet this uh, this fellow? I really would. I'd put him on the show. Do you think uh, you're a winner? <laughs> I, I look. You know, I never insult guests, uh, so I don't know if I'd put it that way. I would certainly ask: Do you think it's good for you that you're not working? Because you haven't gotten the job you love. Now, I wouldn't have said live. I would have said love. <laughs> it's hard to restrain myself. <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot. She was a wonderful young woman. She's getting married. She's been with her fiancé for many, many years. And they are getting married. She's conservative. She had no idea who I was. She's Hispanic. Hispanic American, really. She, and I only add that I want you to know that she had no idea who she was speaking to. So it was a, there was no agenda on her part or, or anything like that. I don't assume every single young conservative will know who I am, just for the record. She knows now. <laughs> She's coming to my debate in Beverly Hills. Was it June eighth, Wednesday? I'm debating an Orthodox rabbi, which is remarkable because very few Orthodox rabbis would hold this position. But I'm just noting it. In Beverly Hills, California, is human nature good? Students can come for ten dollars. The place should be filled with students. Next, next to the question of God, it's the most important question in life. Go to PragerDebate.com, PragerDebate.com for all the info. This coming Sunday, I'm speaking in La Cañada, California, at another Jewish place, a Chabad house that is being built in La Cañada, and being the information of which is being suppressed by the La Cañada Facebook page, amazingly. Go to Where's Dennis at my website. Dennis Prager here, and the real estate market is hot right now. People are taking advantage of low interest rates and economic uncertainty by investing in real assets. Whether you're a first-time buyer or just looking to make a change, the key to getting the property you want is being pre-qualified with cash in hand. That's why you should contact Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at andrewandtodd.com. They are with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Andrew and Todd are mortgage bankers. 
bankers, not brokers, so their team takes care of you personally from start to finish. In fact, you'll probably speak with either Andrew or Todd directly. Go online and fill out a few simple questions, and they can usually assess your situation right over the phone. Andrew and Todd are with you every step of the way. Go to andrewandtodd.com or call 888-888-1172, andrewandtodd.com, or 888-1172, The editorial board of the Wall Street Journal has a good piece on the new Disinformation Governance Board. By the way, I got to admit, I both love and kick myself when I read something that I should have thought of. What are the initials of the Disinformation Governance Board? DGB. DGB. What was the uh, Soviet secret police? KGB. KGB. Is that awesome? That's great. So when I read that, I thought, oh, man, that was great. Why did I think of that? DGB, KGB. It's too bad they really should have had it. Let's see. What would there be? K is a toughie. So maybe it would just be even the Knowledge Governance Board. It could have been that. What's true? What knowledge, right? The Knowledge Governance Board, KGB. It wasn't in this editorial. It was in a piece by, uh, let's see, yeah, by two authors. It was in the Wall Street Journal, but it's a different piece. By Roger Koppel and Abigail Devereux. Mr. Koppel is a professor of finance at Syracuse University, and Ms. Devereux is a professor of economics at Wichita State University. Anyway, here's the editorial. We realize public schools don't teach the classics anymore, but has no one in the Biden administration read George Orwell? Apparently not, because that's the only explanation for its creation of a new disinformation governance board. We have to admit that when we first read about it, we thought the news was itself disinformation from the administration's political enemies. Surely no one in this age of polarization and public mistrust of institutions would think it's wise to set up a government shop with the job of telling Americans what is true. So, Sean, it is imperative. I insist, and I'm sorry, I I really do this with you, but I insist we play the New Zealand Prime Minister telling the people of New Zealand that the only truth is truth they hear from the government. You have to understand the whole English-speaking world has entered Orwell with a vengeance. So this notion, setting up a government shop with the job of telling Americans what is true, is exactly what the left everywhere seeks to do. Do we have her? We do. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, You can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. COVID19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. We will share everything we can, uh, everything you are, else you see, um, a grain of salt. And, and when you see those messages, remember that unless you hear it from us, um, it is not the truth. 
Hey, this is our old theme song for, uh, what was it? Education? Yeah, that's right. The Three Stooges Teaching These Girls, these high school girls. Sayo Sue. Get the idea, girls? Let's go, girls. Join together on the letter D. D. D-A-Day. D-A-Day. D-E-D. You picked a good one. It has nothing to do with what I said, but it's hilarious. Huh? KGB, DGB? Oh. Okay, great. We were wrong. No less an authority than Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, broke the news about the board last week in an appearance before Congress. He said the purpose of this new corner of the bureaucracy will be to warn Americans about falsehoods coming from foreign adversaries such as Russia, China, and cartels that smuggle migrants into the U.S. By the way, that last one is bizarre. Cartels are smuggling migrants into the U.S.? He acknowledges that? And that they might be a danger to the country? When uh, President Trump said that, he was called a racist. Correct? Hmm. It works to ensure that the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed without infringing on free speech, protecting civil rights and civil liberties, the right of privacy, Mr. Mayorkas told CNN State of the Union Sunday. Oh, I'm being gaslit. Dennis, the Disinformation Governance Board is not about suppressing free speech. It's about protecting it. Get that? Men menstruate, and this is to protect free speech. Does anyone think this board, asks the Wall Street Journal, will limit itself to foreign falsehoods? The temptation will be great to address issues that are part of America's raucous domestic political debate. Yes, the the Wall Street Journal editorial board almost always understates. They're great. It's, it's one of the most important pages written in America. Certainly, perhaps daily, it's the most important. Uh, but they do understate. They will be tempted. No, they won't be tempted. That's the whole reason they set it up. How come we didn't need one for all of our history? And why didn't we have one in the Cold War? Soviets sent disinformation all the time. Refereeing political debate isn't the government's job. Leave that to the free exchange of ideas in the public square. Oh, free exchange of ideas. That makes you a racist. Is there a leftist who is not called Elon Musk a racist? Seriously, is there one? So let me understand. If you want free speech in the country, by definition, you're a racist. That's what they say. My my old question is, does, does the left believe their lies? And I think a lot of them do. But I think they get to, they convince themselves because why would you want people to have free speech? Ah, to express racism. 
back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Running a small business without HR? Talk about high risk. It's time for Bambi. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours, so you can automate the most important HR practices and get your own dedicated HR manager. First, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. Then, your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance, available by phone, email, or real-time chat. With Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month, no hidden fees, and cancel any time. Bambi has received thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, and their customers are four times less likely to have a claim filed against them. Go to Bambi.com slash Prager right now for your free HR audit, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager, Bambi.com slash Prager. A good Monday to you and a good May to you. Yesterday was May Day. Celebrated in in dozens of countries around the world, scores of countries, who still have nostalgia for the greatest mass murdering movement in history, Marxism. It's communism. It's quite remarkable. It doesn't seem like there's any level of evil you can do if it's done with the right motives in people's minds. you got to pass Yeah, communism is great, just hasn't been tried effectively. The same people who say that about communism, interestingly, don't say it about, let us say, some of the terrible things done by Christendom in the Middle Ages. Right? Well, Christianity is beautiful, it just hasn't been... Uh, always put into effect properly. Here's the difference. There's no example of communism doing good. There are plenty examples of Christianity doing good. That's the difference. There were plenty of awful Christians. However, there were plenty of terrific Christians. There were no terrific communists. Big difference, no? Evil is the norm. That's my understanding of life. Which reminds me to remind you that that's exactly what I will be debating with a rabbi. In Beverly Hills, California, June 8th, Wednesday night, it's at PragerDebate.com. Is human nature, are humans innately good? That's the debate. I'm always amazed when an adult believes the answer is yes. I wonder what I wonder what ten year olds think. I don't know the answer to that. I'm going to ask my eleven year old grandson because we uh, we we talk and study by Zoom almost every week. I'm going to ask him that question. What is the what is an, a kid? And I knew at his age that people are not basically good because of my religious upbringing and because of my nature to understand. It was around that age I began to understand how much evil there was. Anyway, 
It's the PragerDebate.com. Not the PragerDebate.com. I was telling my listeners the last hour about my trip, how four-fifths of the people on the plane came on masked, Chicago, L.A. The woman next to me was not. She had the same view of mask wearing in a plane as I did. I immediately assumed she was conservative. It turned out to be right, even though she was female, young, and Hispanic. <laughs> Great question, though. Why do you assume politics? I, I discussed that. Why do you assume certain political views if you know their views on masks? That would be a fun topic to uh, discuss with a liberal. Leftists don't debate. Sometimes liberals do. I'd like you to hear an interview with the director of the Secretary of Homeland Security. Alejandro Mayorkas. He was on CNN State of the Union. Dana Bash was interviewing him about the Disinformation Governance Board. Forgive me, I will be interrupting at times. And the reason I do is that when there's word salad, you need to go very slowly and pick out what doesn't make sense. So please understand, they are now creating the Biden regime. I don't call it an administration, the first time in my life. For a whole host of reasons I will not get into right now. And they have created the Disinformation Governance Board to monitor on a governmental level what is true and not true. So here is the interview. Let's talk about a a different topic, which is uh, what you are calling, your department is calling the Disinformation Governance Board. You unveiled that uh, this week. Republicans are calling it Orwellian and comparing it to the Ministry of Truth in the novel 1984. Can you clarify what exactly is this? What exactly will this Disinformation Governance Board do? Will it monitor American citizens? Dan, I'm very pleased to do so. It, it, it's clear. I mean, th- those criticisms are precisely the opposite of what this small working group within the Department of Homeland Security. Hold on, that's a, that was a gem. The criticisms that this is like the Ministry of Truth in George Orwell's 1984 is the opposite of truth. They're not only invalid; they're the opposite. Who would think that the government having a disinformation board would be anything analogous to the Ministry of Truth in 1984? I mean, that is so preposterous. It's not there at all. But folks, we already have disinformation boards in every one of our social media, in Twitter, Facebook. Google, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. We already have disinformation boards. Politico is a disinformation board. The only difference, the only difference is this is now on a governmental level. But telling Americans what's true and not true, it is not up to them. 
It is up to all of these, social media, and now the government. That's scary. It's already scary. It's at least, it's just as scary, by the way. Not even more, well, I don't know if it's more scary than all the social media doing it. Telling you what's true and not true. Even Wikipedia has joined that. Wikipedia is largely true on matters that do not concern left-right difference. But when they're left-right difference, Wikipedia is another left-wing medium. I know I don't even have access to my own page in Wikipedia. Continue, please. I will do. And um, I think we probably could have done a better job of communicating what it does and does not do. So The, the fact is that disinformation that creates a threat to the security of the homeland... Okay, so here is a great example, my dear friends, of a, of a rule I try to follow and do n- nearly all the time, sometimes. It's, it, it, I don't have... It, it breaks up the flow of an idea, so I might not do it. When you say something of such import, some generalization of such significance... You need to give an example. I don't know what he's talking about. Do you? Is there one person hearing this who knows what he's talking about? Did Dana Bash know what he's talking about? Disinformation that is a threat to American security? I'm sure. Can you think of one? What? I would like to know. What is it? I have no idea what he's talking about. Did Dana Bash? By the way, she didn't do a terrible job, though she's on CNN, so I expected a much worse job. My expectations are not high for CNN interviewers. Do you know what he's talking about? Please call in. Tell me. What is a disinformation threat to American security? Sean, can you think of one? Can you think of my next sponsor? Yes. All right. Just checking if he's thinking. He is thinking. (laughs) Okay, go on, please. It's our responsibility to address, and this department has been addressing it for years. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So if the department has been addressing what I don't even understand that it's addressing, if it's been doing so for years, why, why is there creation of the board? Has it failed for all these years? Uh, Is there one of you who can give me an example of disinformation that is a threat to American security? We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the store, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at My Pillow found that out around 2006, and towels changed forever. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work, and that happens to be true. I use them. They are all made with USA cotton, and they come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. Six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regularly $109.99, now $39.99. 
Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels, by entering the promo code PRAGER. Or call 800-761-6302 for these great radio specials. MyPillow.com, promo code PRAGER. I'm playing for you the Homeland Security response to to Dana Bash's questions on CNN. They, uh, I'm tempted to write a column just on his response. His response is Orwellian. There was it's the no response response to the disinformation governance board. Well, we've been doing this for years. Then why set up the board? Well, it has nothing to do with Americans within America. It's only disinformation that threatens American security. What is he talking about? That's not a rhetorical question. I I don't understand what is he talking about. Tell me disinformation that threatens American security. Whew. All right, let's continue. Throughout the years of the prior administration and an ongoing basis, disinformation from Russia, right. China, We know Iran. the problems, but it's okay, still not... Okay, well, wait, wait, we don't know the problems. Dana, with all respect, I don't have a clue, and I'm really up on news. It's my profession. What is the disinformation from China and Russia? Now, there might be disinformation from China on the virus, is that what is that what they had in mind when when they said, "Oh, it it wasn't started at a lab here." But why did we need a disinformation board? The the government was in collusion with Fauci was a major f- figure in the unleashing of this virus or the creation, I should say, not unleashing. We need a disinformation group for the government when it's at any time, but especially under Democrats. Truth is not a left-wing value. There are liars all over the political spectrum, but truth is not a left-wing value. (laughs) I, I give examples all the time. 51 heads of the, uh, all lefties in the intelligence world 51 signed a statement that the a month before the the last presidential election that the Biden laptop was russian disinformation there was so much more disinformation from the democratic party than from russia if you want to know actually there are examples of american security being undermined by disinformation but it's not from russia or china it's from the left of the united states America's systemically racist is disinformation. Defunding the police will reduce crime is disinformation. Men give birth is disinformation. The Biden laptop was Russian disinformation, was disinformation. Russia colluded with the, with the Trump campaign, was disinformation. 
That's basically everything the left says that differs from the right is disinformation. This is why this is Orwellian, the whole thing. Does he have more to say? ...to me how this governance board will act. What, what will it do? So what it does is it works to ensure that the way in which we address threats, the connectivity between threats and acts of violence are addressed with... Okay, what is he talking about again? Why, why, why doesn't he give examples? This is what I mean. Assertions, connectivity, I love, it's a great word. By the way, didn't we generally use the word connection before? Why is, why is connectivity a word? <laughs> connectivity between what? Words and violence? Disinformation and violence? What's he talking about? Like, is it disinformation that George Floyd was killed because he was black? When That's disinformation. He wasn't killed because he was black. That was stated by the black attorney general of the state of Minnesota, that race had nothing to do with it. And yet all over the world, from the New York Times to Le Monde in France and BBC, you name it. That's why there were demonstrations all over the world. This was not an example of racism. It had nothing to do with race. Well, the connectivity between this and violence. I don't know what he's talking about. Neither do you. There isn't one person listening who knows what the hell he's talking about. I think he what he wants to say is right-wing violence is the result of disinformation. By the way, I'd like to know what right-wing violence is he referring to? Is he referring to the killing of all the gays at the... What was the name of that club? Was it in Orlando? There was a horrible massacre. The guy was a Muslim and he did it because he, he hated America. He didn't even know it was a gay place. There was not anti-gay. Gays were overwhelmingly the ones murdered. But it was not because they were gay. He was looking for a place to shoot a lot of people. I ought to make a list of disinformation from the left. Pulse, yeah, that was the name of the club. You know why you listen to talk radio? This is a this is a disinformation governance board. There's so much more truth here than from this government at this time. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. You know how many of our videos, by the way, have no political, even affiliation, let alone agenda? They have nothing to do with politics. It's just to teach. You know, we have a video, we're gradually getting there, a video on every single president. You know how much you'll learn about American history just watching those videos? We do teach what should be taught. How much do you know about John Tyler? Or Warren Harding, for that matter? I just watched the Harding video. Was it Amity Schley's? Mm-hmm. It's, it's terrific. You learn so much. She's a character, right? 
So you know my theory. I would say one out of seven people is a character. You can't become a character. There are no trans characters. You can't become one. And you didn't choose it. So I'm a character, and it's built in. My brother's not a character. Same same parents, same home, all of that. It's irrelevant. My, But a more... Not not more interesting. That is interesting. But my latest take on that is there are as many women characters as men characters, which I never thought. I thought far more men. And Amity Schlaes is an example. It comes through so clearly. She has this impish smile. Anyway, it's all it's all at PragerU.com, and it's all free. Are we done with uh, the Secretary of Homeland Security? It's the... the Everything he is saying is disinformation. That's the irony. His response to isn't this Orwellian is Orwellian. Continue, please. Infringing on free speech, protecting civil rights and civil liberties, the right of privacy. And the board, this world... Okay, okay, wait a minute. The The disinformation in government's board is there to protect civil rights and free speech? and protect privacy. That's disinformation. First of all, what, what does that mean, protect privacy? Does he mean he'll, they'll, they'll ban doxing, which is a disgusting thing to do, where you reveal the phone number and the address of somebody you differ with. I don't care which side does it, it it's wrong. But that, that's the purpose of it? Does anybody believe that? Does he believe it? Yeah, he might. Is he done now? We'll draw from best practices and communicate those okay, best what, practices. Okay, wait, wait, what does that mean? We'll draw from best practices. From what? I, I, you don't know. So you, no, seriously, you don't know either, right? You have no idea what he's talking about. No, I mean, okay. best practices. From I know, who? best practices of, of what? From whom? From whom? <laughs> Regarding what? About which? Talesh and Dirkas. If he'd have mentioned Talesh and Dirkas, who's the, the sort of the, um, the great leader of our program. The great leader. Everybody has a great leader. I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, talk, not talking God here, but. Go on, please. To the operators, because the board does not have operational will, authority. Will American citizens be monitored? No. Guaranteed. They won't. They won't. That's fascinating. What if, what if, well, wait, but what if you're a, a purveyor of Russian or Chinese disinformation? You're, you're not going to be monitored? Oh, we, we can't do anything about it because guy's American. Huh. Continue, please. Well, so what we do, we, we in the Department of Homeland Security don't monitor uh, American citizens. You don't, but will we, this board change that? No, no, no. The board does not have any operational authority or capability. What it will do is gather together best practices in addressing the threat of disinformation from foreign state adversaries, from the cartels, and disseminate those best practices to the operators that have been executing in addressing this threat for years. 
Republicans are criticizing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I bet none of you understood that. (laughs) Do you know that in his entire response, he didn't give an example? May I suggest to Dana Bash, truly respectfully, and to every interviewer, that you use the magic words. Can you give an example? That's all. Not even three, just one. No, N, N, not three, N. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.